Hello Gator Nation and welcome into the latest edition of Locked On Gators, your team every day. I'm your host, Zach Alvaverde. What's up Florida fans? Welcome into the latest edition of Locked On Gators. Hope everybody had a great weekend and congratulations to the seven former Gators who were selected in the 2020 NFL Draft as well as the four players who signed free agent deals. On today's show, we will conclude our series on the greatest football teams in school history looking back on the 2008-2009 seasons with former Gator Brandon James. Now, the timing of this worked out perfectly because on Monday he was just inducted into the UF Athletic Hall of Fame along with his former teammates Tim Tebow and Brandon Spikes. So we'll start off getting Brandon's reaction to that. But before we get into our conversation, just want to pass along one item of note for our listeners. In case you all missed the news last week, I started my new job as a senior staff writer at GatorsTerritory.com of the rivals Yahoo Sports Network. And because of that and the COVID-19 pandemic, I'm going to have to scale back this podcast for the foreseeable future. We're going to cut the episodes back to just one per week. But once daycares open back up, school gets started again, I'll be able to get those episodes back up to our normal pace. So apologize for the change in schedule, but definitely excited to be starting my next chapter at GatorsTerritory.com. Make sure you all head there and check out the site if you're not a subscriber already. We're going to definitely bring you guys a lot of great content that will coincide with this podcast. So without further ado, here was my conversation with Brandon James this week. Brandon, welcome into Locked on Gators. How's it going, my friend? Good, man. Good, man. Appreciate you for having me on, man. No, absolutely, man. We'd love to have a chance to catch up with you, man, and talk about this big news. First of all, Brandon, tell me when you first got word that this was happening and what your reaction was. I heard the 1st of April, Spikes kind of reached out initially. And uh, me and him still, you know, talk frequently, so he kind of just let me know. And uh, I thought he was joking, to be honest. It was crazy news. I mean, I got a uh, text from Coach Mullen today. It's still fun to rehash and uh, think about all the great memories. By getting inducted, you're a first ballot Hall of Famer. What does it mean for <laughs> the school to recognize you in that fashion that as soon as you were eligible for this, they put you in? I mean, that's big time. When, when you're, you know, looked at as a returner or a return specialist, it's kind of, it's kind of hard for you to see or know how you know much people appreciate what you're doing or how much people appreciate what you bring to the game. So throughout those times, no doubt teammates and opposing teams, of course, uh, I knew the impact I had on the game. But, you know, 10 years removed, you never know how much appreciation you really have because I played with a lot of great players, a lot of NFL players. So for this to go down the way it did and for me to go in with Tebow and Spikes, I mean, as you said, first ballot, you know, that's big time, especially it being the University of Florida. Now, as we look back on your career, Brandon, I want to first start with how you got to Florida because I talked to Dan Mullen today, and he recalled your recruitment and, you know, that process of convincing you to be a Gator. What was that like in the decision that you made to come to Gainesville? It actually was crazy, man. I grew up hating uh, the Gators. I was a big Seminole fan. So when I got the opportunity to be recruited, the end of my junior year, picking up, you know, the spring of my junior year, just like pretty much all the high school kids, uh, I started receiving offers, a lot of D1 offers. Um, but Florida wasn't really offering me. I mean, they weren't really looking at me. But, you know, they were recruiting uh, Jock, my, my brother, and then they were looking at my teammate Q, 
Quinn Hancock. And then once I think, you know, Coach Madison started reaching out, and then it kind of grew from there. I mean, I never forget the first time he actually called. He was like, "Hey, what do you think about being a Gator?" And I just told him straight up, "I hate the Gators." <laughs> I, I, I mean, I was honest with him because I never seen myself being a Gator. But as the recruiting process went along, and I was able to see the recruiting class Coach Miles was putting together, and then at the same time, just being Jock being my brother, he's pretty much committed. Jamal Hornsby being a good friend of mine that's right up the road, he's committed. And then seeing the class they're putting together, I was like, "Look, man, you know." That's something special I want to be a part of because I was always winning um, growing up playing sports. And, you know, just being a competitor, I wanted to win. I never was the type of person that was worried about myself. It was all about how can we win. So that's how kind of how it played out. Once they offered, I kind of put everybody else on the back burner, believe it or not, because of just the opportunity I knew I was going to get to be around the talent and be on the stage of the SEC and compete at the highest level, you know, to me, there was no bigger stage and be able to show, you know, your competitive nature than the atmosphere I was uh, committing to. Now, Brandon, you made an immediate impact right away, and I feel like for Florida fans, just college football fans in general, you kind of demanded respect right out of the gate once you started playing. But I want to ask you about kind of just your arrival at Florida when you first kind of came on the scene. Being a short guy and because of your size, how much doubt did you get from teammates? How long did it take for people to really realize what you could do? I think right away, as soon as we put – I mean, of course, when we arrived at campus, you know, with the recruiting class we had, I mean, all those cats were looking at me like, who in the hell is this guy? You know what I'm saying? What is he going to do or whatever the case may be? And I was talking just as much trash as anybody else. So you know, they were definitely waiting to see. But as soon as we put on pads, man, I think – gained everyone's respect um, because from day one, I wanted to show that I was competitive. Number one, you know, I love the game of football and I was going to compete in every area. Uh, so I think right then from seniors as to like Brandon Siler, Marcus Thomas, to fellow freshmen, incoming freshmen, Spikes, Tebow, Percy, I mean, I think I grew. And that was the biggest thing to me, you know, the media and everybody else. I, didn't, I, I could care less of what they thought I was going to do or what they – you know, three-star, whatever the case may be. My biggest thing was proving to the guys that I came in with and that are going to be my teammates that I'm worthy to be here and be on the field. And I think I, you know, kind of gained that right off the bat our freshman year as soon as camp started. We're speaking with former Gator Brandon James. Brandon, now let's get to some of the seasons that you had at Florida. Obviously, the first year, you're part of the national championship team. You guys have a really special run, and you were a big part of that. What was that first season at Florida in 2006? What did that experience do for you and kind of set you and your other teammates up for the success that y'all had in the coming years? It was big because of that class, that senior class, taught us so much. You know, you got Moss, you got Reggie. Well, Reggie wasn't a senior, but you got Reggie Nelson. You got Desai. You got all those guys, man, that had been through so much since they were brought into the university, you know, with coaching changes and stuff like that. So, we learned so much from them and watched them work because they wanted it. You know what I mean? They had been through so much. And to be with a staff and have a, a pretty good year the year before, then they come back and have the opportunity that they had. I mean, we learned so much from them. And I think at the end of the day, that's why our 08 season was so special because we were able to put forth everything, you know, those guys taught us and kind of put our own spin with it and put our own stamp on the team. But that year, man, was crazy because, you know, you're just – you're really just trying to be a part of something, 
or just playing your role. But, you know, for myself and, you know, Percy and even uh, T-Bone Spikes to have big roles as freshmen on that team, I mean, it, it was crazy, man. Being a national title game, I had just watched the year before. Was that USC and the Texas year? Like, that's crazy. And then the next year we're in the same game. So it was a surreal, it was a surreal time. 2007 season, Tebow wins the Heisman, but you guys aren't able to, to get a championship. What type of motivation did y'all have going into 08, especially for the guys that were able to taste that success in 06? I mean, you felt like you let we let Kamara down, we let the university down, we let ourselves down. So that whole off season, I mean, we put forth, you know, the effort and the time and the training into, you know, we're not going to have a year like that again because we, like you said, we've already tasted success. And, again, those seniors have kind of left their mark and left the standard, so we have to uphold it. I think that that season was really a blessing for us because it humbled us from a lot of us, and then at the same time, it, it made us even more hungry, and we were able to see that that next year. During the 08 season, there's so many storylines, so many moments. The Ole Miss game, the wins on the road, the victory over Alabama, and certainly the national championship. But for you, Brandon, is there any moment, any game that really stands out to you about that season when you think back on 08? I mean, of course, the national title game, but just one game during the season is that LSU game because it was just so much built up from the year before where they went forth on fourth down 100 times and all that good stuff there. And, you know, that game was just crazy for Spikes to punt the ball into the stands. And, you know, I think I had a big return that game. Percy started the game off with a big play right off the bat. And the swamp that night was crazy, um, just crazy. People were going crazy. And, of course, like I said, when Spikes puts the ball into the stands, it doesn't make any, it doesn't make him any better. So, for me, just the type of player that I grew up trying to be and how much fun I always pride myself on having in the game, uh, that game right there stands out because we had something to prove. I think we got the job done that night, and we had fun doing it. And then your final season, Brandon, obviously you guys bring back a lot of those seniors. Tebow announces that he's coming back, and you guys go out and have an undefeated season. You had a lot bigger role in the offense as well because Percy was gone Talk about your senior year and what it was like to have a run like that. I know it didn't end with a championship, but you guys still had a special season. It was cool, man. Um, I remember, as you said, Tebow making the decision, and I actually remember me and Spikes. Uh, crazy enough, I wasn't going to be some big first-day draft guy, but me and Spikes, especially Spikes could have left, but we were contemplating on leaving, and both of us just making the decision that we weren't done and uh, we just weren't ready to leave. And just being able to possibly leave, you know, with three championships in four years was a special dream that we had. And um, that season, as you said, man, we had our ups and downs as a team, but to be able to go undefeated and make it to the SEC title game, man, I just, you know, it was a real special year. I remember you know, myself personally, I was battling the foot injury I had received uh, during the offseason and then kind of re-aggravating that, that year. So it was an up-and-down year for myself, but, you know, as a team, man, and me always been a team-first guy. That was a big year, and I wish we could have got the job done and finished the first undefeated team in U.S. history. But, uh, you know, again, man, the amount of wins we were able to accumulate and tie that in with the losses we did receive, man, I'm just humbled the fact we were able to get done what we were able to get done in the SEC. If you're like me, you probably start thinking about what to eat for dinner while you're eating lunch. 
I love food, and that's why I love using Postmates, but I kind of love them even more right now because I can get food delivered without leaving the house or even opening the door. Given what's going on in the world, they created non-contact deliveries, so now when I order food from local restaurants, everything gets left right outside my door. They also have Postmates Pickup, which I've been using to order takeout food from my favorite local restaurants. Listen up, you guys need to be supporting your neighborhood spots right now. I've only been ordering local because it's a great way to support my community. And Postmates doesn't just deliver burgers and sushi. They actually make my life easier by picking up everything I need from Walgreens and 7-Eleven and dropping it all off outside my door. Just download Postmates on iPhone or Android, find your favorites, and get anything you want delivered within an hour. For a limited time, Postmates is giving our listeners $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. To start your deliveries, download the app and use code LOCKEDON. That's code LOCKEDON for $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days when you download the Postmates app. Anything you need, anytime you need it, Postmate it. We're speaking with former Gator Brandon James. Final couple questions for you, Brandon, just about your career at Florida as a punt returner, and all the touchdowns that you had. I'm going to give you a chance to gather your thoughts, man, because you had some special returns. But when you think back on your four-year career, is there any returns, any highlights specifically that really stand out above all the rest that you had? Right off the bat, definitely my first return versus Tennessee my freshman year that got called back. You know, whenever something gets called back or whatnot, it it counts in my eyes, especially when the block didn't count. Right where the action of play is occurring, where the defender could have made the play. You know, if it didn't happen that way, it counted in my eyes. So that one there, of course, just because of me and my freshman year, man, and, you know, I'm just happy to be on the traveling team. And then he puts me in the game, and then I make a big play like that. In that game, you know, because that was a tight game that year, you know, it wasn't a Tennessee that would end up being our junior and senior year. You know, they were a good, really good team my freshman year. And then I would probably say uh, the other one again my junior year because, you know, that game again up there was special. And, you know, my my childhood, basically, brother, his whole family is basically in the end zone. So people always – I have a lot of pictures of the shot where I'm pointing in the crowd and, you know, I'm pointing at his family. And <laughs> he's playing for Tennessee, but we're that close. We're basically brothers. And, you know, all that combining in that moment, that play was special because it seems like I was trying to shake all the 11 defenders. It seems like how long the play was lasting. But, you know, those two definitely right off the bat, one started my career, one kind of highlighting a very special season, are the two returns that stick out, you know, easily. I think all Florida fans remember that picture of you pointing in the stands in Neyland Stadium. So that was actually directed at someone. Yeah, yeah. Well, so my my childhood friend, Quentin Hancock, he played for Tennessee. He was a receiver at Tennessee. So when I'm running in the end zone, I'm looking up, and I, I mean, his whole family is right there. And, uh, you know, they're going crazy. They're all decked down in Tennessee gear. But, again, these people have watched me grow up since me and him have been playing on the same teams like AU and all the, you know, football since we were eight, nine years old. So they're going crazy. And you can see all the fans around them kind of like looking like, what the hell is going on? But it was it was a special moment, man. I'm telling you, it was crazy. And then last thing, your ability as a returner, Brandon. I mean, you guys had Percy Harvin on the team your sophomore year. Chris Rainey comes on. Neither of those guys were able to get any return duties because you were back there 
what was it about your game and your vision and just all your skill set that you felt like made you so special as a returner? And what were some of the things that the coaches kind of said to you along the way that they always kind of had that trust in you? I mean, I think early on, Coach Meyer just let me know right off the bat without really saying too much, just kind of just giving me the green light that, okay, I trust you to be back there. Now, he will always, early on, man, he will always make me, like, catch extra points and do all this stuff there. And I would always be like, why? Like, what? You know what I mean? Because it was just, like, kind of random, man. I was like, why would he, you know, I know I'm the returner, but why is he choosing me to do extra? You know what I mean? And uh, once he kind of put me back there, from there, nothing was ever really said. And I think it was because he seen right off the bat that, a, I was going to be aggressive, and B, he could trust me that, okay, no matter how aggressive he is, he's fielding the ball, he's not causing turnovers, and he's always putting our offense on the plus side of the field or if not in scoring position. So I think right off the bat he's seen it as an asset, and he, he just tried to do whatever we could for special teams-wise uh, to maximize it. It was good for me because I would always get back there, man, and try to be as aggressive as possible. I hate for catching anything. so. I think all of that combined, he just felt like, look, you know, he's going to make a play and it's going to be a bonus for us. We're going to use it as a, you know, an asset instead of one of those things where we're just trying to maintain field position and not really uh, mess anything up on, on this play. Yeah, I, I've always said, man, Percy scored a touchdown in the Super Bowl and he never had a return at Florida. Man, that's how good Brandon was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, and it was crazy. I remember the time versus Tennessee that return I was just speaking of when he put me and Percy back at where punt returner at the same time. And uh, me and Percy were roommates, so we'd all, I mean, we were talking 24-7. So he, I remember that week he would always be like, look, man, they punt the ball. I'm just back there. You better catch it. You know what I mean? Because he hated catching punts. But uh, it was one of those things I took pride in definitely to hold all those great athletes off. And for Coach Meyer to still have the confidence in me to not put them, have to put them back there. You know what I mean? Well, Brandon, obviously this is a, a special week. I'm sure you're enjoying getting all these calls and all the love from Gator Nation, but it's deservedly so, man. You had a really special career and were part of a special run. So we appreciate you taking us down memory lane, man. All good, man. Anytime, man. Thank you, man. Uh, nothing but love for Gator Nation. And, uh, you know, I hope soon we can get back to seeing some balls so we can get those Gators this year, man, because I got, I, got, I got big dreams for those kids. Appreciate Brandon for his time and perspective, and congratulations on his Hall of Fame induction. And that'll do it for this edition of Locked on Gators. Make sure you all stay tuned to the latest episode next week.